yeah. to, to kick us off. Let's see. My first question was this. Who's an OG Godzilla fan? Like the 80s, 60s, 70s, 80s Godzilla. That is not me. I will attest to that. <laughs> I am also a noob in this. Mm-hmm. I have bought a friend of mine the whole, like a big Blu-ray Godzilla set. Ooh. Because I know he was a fan, uh, but I have yet to take the time to steal it from him and watch any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was a set that the Criterion Collection uh, came out with. Nice booklet. It looks really nice. Yeah. Um, uh, nice like artwork and all that. But uh, I have yet to take the time to steal it from him and go like, hey, man, I bought it and then watch it. <laughs> The, there's a uh, there's a lot of Godzilla movies. There's a lot of content. There's a whole lot. So I don't expect anyone to. I generally followed uh, the storyline with the guy in the suit that played Godzilla, and then he had his son, and then King of the Monsters, and then Jag Jagulon. The, the I think those were like '70s storylines with Mechagodzilla or something like that. Because mm-hmm. he is... started in black and white. Yeah. And it was is really I guess like that was around where it like changed. It was more of like I feel like back in like the old old eras, it was like the equivalent of WWE, where it was the dudes in the suits and like we had WWE <laughs> and they just had dudes in dinosaur suits attacking each other. It's like all right, <laughs> you're right. That's that's a good way. Of that's the best way to put it. funny <laughs> because it was. I mean, wrestling was pro wrestling is big in Japan, but oh, it is. It's not big here. Oh, we can have a whole podcast on wrestling, but pro wrestling. Um, but yeah, Joe's got a point that it's a huge genre in Japan, just like Sentai. Aside from anime, there's like live action genres in Japan. They had crossovers with Jet Jaguar. Uh, yeah, Jet Jaguar. It was really just wrong. the way, I guess it was like their way of just like casual movies that you can go see with like your kids and like, you know, the simple story uh you know what you're getting into you're not gonna have to worry about anything too adult themed although some of the the later godzilla movies are a little violent um but it's really just you know who to root for it's godzilla versus the other monster uh usually yeah and a lot of the times it's cool because you see the evolution of like what they create like Mm -hmm. at at first godzilla's fighting like quadrupedal monsters and then it's like more things from space or what humans try to make or other wacky robots that are made <laughs> by using old costumes that they just had leftover parts. They're like, yeah, sure, we'll make this into a monster. <laughs> monster of the World movie or Monster of the Week. So could you guys answer me this? The very first Godzilla movie, because you were talking about him being a protector and all that. And I don't, I don't mind spoilers. Um who was Godzilla fighting in the very first one? Well, his, very, or, was he? his origin, he's not really a protector. You can take over for if you want, Jameson. Got it. The very first Godzilla was showing the horror of World War II. So he was actually wreaking havoc mm-hmm. on the city, if I'm correct. The very black and white first one. It wasn't yes. Godzilla versus anything. It was showing like, okay. hey, this nuclear nuclear war is bad. And look what happened. We mutated this creature by setting off bombs. And it's a, it centers more on, like, the people. It's a very sad movie because it's, like, Godzilla... They, they have no shot against Godzilla. Godzilla shows up and None. he just starts wreaking havoc. Like, there's, there's just no, like, oh, you know, 
counterattack with the military or we have this weapon. It's like, no, this is a big creature and we have no, no way to deal with it. Um, and it centers a lot around the scientist. I forget what his name is, but he's referenced throughout the rest of the series. And he comes up with a weapon to defeat Godzilla, similar to like the way they came up with the atomic bomb. But they also deal with the morality of like, okay, I don't want to tell anyone about this technology because if I release this, this is stronger than nuclear power. If I release this to the world, Mm -hmm. someone might use that for evil. And so they sort of go through the same, I guess, moral dilemma that happened at the end of World War II. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. It's a, it's a very different tone than the rest of the movies take. It's a very, like, mm-hmm. I would say, compared to the rest of them, I would say that's actually, like, a piece of cinematic, like, excellence in the way the narrative is told, whereas the rest of them, you know, like uh, Jameson said, you got your monster of the week, we got dudes in suits, and we're just wacky having a good time with the big lizards. Mm-hmm. I never thought about it like that. Damn. At the yeah, end God's... of one of... Oh, go ahead. Oh, good. Godzilla was meant to teach a lesson first. True. I, the I thought, the so. end of the uh, second like half or like second arc of Godzilla movies ends with a monster being made from the bomb or like the the technology that was used to defeat the original Godzilla was a bomb, and it was the oxygen destroyer. And the final uh like monster at the end of the second era was mm. uh mutated i think it was like crabs or tiny like plankton that mutated into a giant monster from the oxygen destroyer so it was godzilla the beginning of you know the nuclear power versus the mm-hmm. beginning of you know the oxygen destroyer oh so he's he's also a direct like i guess counter if you will to godzilla who uh destroyer oh which is why he's seen as so terrifying compared to the rest of like his opponents he's more less natural looking he looks more like a demon than like a actual monster yeah so uh, then my question is like when they when they started uh, this new like cinematic universe like was there a specific Godzilla that they took influence more than others when making this, when like kind of starting, I'm talking about the Godzilla movie that came out a few years ago that started uh, this new wave. I would say more the later series, um, since the monsters they're fighting are more. It's more cut and dry than just uh, you know either Godzilla woke up to because another monster was you know stomping around or Godzilla came to attack. More the Mutos from the first Godzilla movie and then King Ghidorah uh, in the second movie are actual threats to the planet. Like, they're not supposed to be there. Uh, So he's seen it. So he's definitely more in the hero role. Um, And this this first movie with Kong versus Godzilla, he's he's still clearly a hero. Neither neither one of them is like a villain. But this is where he's not the de facto, we want this guy to win. Yeah, they're definitely like I noticed the theme in this is more like dominance. Like it's talking about like the alpha. That's uh, sort of the theme of like what the well, even Kong Skull Island. It's like who like you know you know takes dominance. Who is like the mm-hmm. the the true true king, and that's what like I kind of notice like kind of what the theme is in this like 
one. It's like a, it's like a fight for like true Correct. dominance. And they showed who actually is the king of monsters. Right. And the in the second one, it was Godzilla is really a representation of the Earth itself because he fought mm-hmm. King Ghidorah, who we find out in spoilers for the second movie. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not of this world. He's from space. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Space dragon esque. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I thought that was. I'll tell you what's interesting. So now, call me crazy, but I would do the same thing if Thor and Tony and them were flying around. Um, if Titans were publicly discovered and worldwide, I would not go back to a regular nine to five. I'm sorry. Probably not. I would. I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna become a a cryptozoologist now. Just live and eat near Starbucks or something because nah. this is too big. I I can't go back to act like these things don't exist. <laughs> Especially after King of the Monsters, <laughs> the world saw them. There's no way. There's no way. Uh, you got to find a new job. Working. I'd be like, uh, I quit. Why? Why? That's why I quit. Because you just asked me why. I'm out. <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> I wonder, uh, you know, I wonder if that would like create new jobs. And like, oh wow, we can start an intern program and hey, spare no expense. Would you like uh, Titan Park? Don't do that, clever that, girl. Well, that would make sense because, uh, or at least I don't know if like an internship, but a lot of stuff in the Godzilla universe. He's shown to have like a good relationship with like ch- children. Yes, true. Uh, they're more like innocent nature. In a lot of like the older films, especially, there's usually like a small kid who's like, "No, I understand what Godzilla's not saying, but like communicating. Like yeah. he's not like our enemy. That sort of thing." Remember, um, mm-hmm. I, I want to see uh, an appearance of King Caesar for some reason. He's a he's a cool creature. He, I, the only movie I remember him in was the. Was it Destroy All, or was King Ghidorah, Mothra, and Godzilla all yes. out monsters attack? And then King Caesar entered the fight because the Islanders sang him awake. It, which was, the song lasts for so long. It's like it a does. two and a half minute actual song to like, summon this giant, I don't know, dog faced like monkey <laughs> that's looking what he thing. Is. Like, Wait, there's, uh, who is this? Is this a whole different uh, Am I using the Kaiju? Kaiju? Oh, okay. So King He's Caesar, a, go ahead. No, 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 you're good. King Caesar, as far as I know, was a was a dormant protector in this movie. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. he didn't wake up from the fight from Mothra. He's basically they called his reinforcements, and he's always been there. But I think he's naturally, like Joe had said, naturally one of the kaiju of Earth. And he woke up. He's like, oh, let me, let me. Since y'all summed me awake, I guess got to help the boys out. Hey, Godzilla, what's up, man? We gotta get this dude. Well, that was the movie where uh, Godzilla was the villain. They had yes. to summon King Caesar to beat Godzilla because oh, yeah, it was a right. It was a weird storyline where King Ghidorah and Mothra were somehow on the same side trying to take down a rampaging Godzilla. What yeah, is this an old? Yeah. Is this an old Japanese movie? I'm assuming. Yeah. Are, okay. Yeah. What does King Caesar look like? Uh, a Fu like... Guardian. A Fu Guardian in a suit. You know those um you know how like during like the Chinese like New Year they have like the lion headed like dragon? It looks like mm-hmm. that. The yeah. fa- it looks like that on like a Sasquatch's body. 
Yes, that's the perfect. Yeah, Actually, I thought mine was I gotta, good. His is perfect. I gotta Google this thing now. Now nah, you do. Yeah, um, you said King season, yeah, like the like the Roman emperor. Uh, uh, okay. All I right. knew I was a fanboy when no one else knew and I was singing in school and I was walking around singing that. <laughs> it's like, it's just too young to have seen it. Unless your parents watched it or something that you found old DVDs or something. Okay, I think we know what the sequel can be. <laughs> they have, so, well, see, that's the thing. They have so much, like, leeway to go with. They've started off with such, like, good monsters. They went straight in with King Ghidorah, uh, even though I didn't like the mutos of the first movie, it gave them only room to go up. And then Kong versus Godzilla, we've got. Wow. We could have like a Kong versus uh, King Caesar. That'd be a cool fight. Wow, it's on YouTube. Oh, a Kong versus King Caesar. Okay. Wow. So, what, what I'm looking you at YouTube. I'm trying to check his abilities. Yo, someone's he's, into the kaiju. He's got some sort of it, it looks like a it looks like King Ghidorah's like gravity beams, but yeah. it's like a it comes out of his forehead, I think. He also reflects. And now I got an back. image of him. I think hilarious. I have an image. I haven't like I haven't Googled it yet, but now I think I've seen this dude before. I feel like I've seen that. He's adorable. He's not. He's, he's not adorable. Jeez. But he's furry. He's what yeah, he's one of those things too you definitely recognize. Him <laughs> or Gigan. Gigan is a classic design. Also, um, what's the, I was going to mention the crossover monster in the Godzilla movie, but he's his own boy, Mr. Flying Turtle himself. Oh, Gamera. Gamera. Look at you knowing your stuff. Gamera, yes. I've, I've heard of Gamera. And Gamera is very much like a... I would say he's probably the inspiration for Godzilla to be like you know good with kids because Gamera's so. entire story is he's like a basic turtle. Yes. Uh, with the, mm-hmm. basically the old like American Godzilla story, it's a turtle that gets uh, radiated and then it turns big, but he still has the bond with the young boy. Interesting. And like Jameson said, he's literally just a flying turtle. He like goes into his shell and starts rotating, and you're like, "What's <laughs> happening?" He looks. Cool. Does he have spikes on the back? He of does. No, that's angry. Oh, okay, never mind. Look at you knowing the difference. Look at y'all, man. This is that's great. why I'm here. I'm here to learn. I have this is great. <laughs> I spelled it wrong on YouTube, but yeah. He's his own kaiju, but he's just peered in one or two. So question actually. Lean uh leading to I think Joey kinda mentioned it in uh, where where they could go. I heard there was a rumor that they were gonna combine Godzilla and um Pacific Rim into, into kinda doing a crossover. I don't know how you guys felt about that. Uh, I only said it'll be good if Guillermo del Toro's because the problem is that, that. okay. So crossovers aren't subtle like Magic: The Gathering. <laughs> Remember how they have special cards where hey, it's Walking Dead. Hey, it's Godzilla creatures. You know, mm-hmm. and you like it or hate it, it's subtle. The only way Pacific Rim and Godzilla is going to make sense is with a great writer and great director. Writers and directors. Yeah. Because that can go back a bomb really fast. Look at AVP. Not the video game by Capcom, which is excellent. Mm-hmm. And not the PC mm-hmm. game. I'm talking about the movies. PC game was excellent as well. At least the first three, I think. Yeah, the movie kind of went by pretty quietly. Like, that was kind of a blip in, like, the, yeah. you know, how 
how we get summer releases. I think that came out in like in the August of summer releases and like no one really and clearly they didn't take it seriously because I think they it was just didn't they just deal with a bunch of teenagers or something mm-hmm. like that or am I remembering this wrong? Mm. Uh, hold on. Uh, here, yeah, it came out in two thousand four. Mm-hmm. Okay, archaeologist expedition. Blah blah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just reading the basics and after this, and I'm like, blah blah. Okay, so yeah, blah. But, yeah, I remember it. Which movie is this again? Yeah. Uh, Alien vs. Predator. It was fun, but it wasn't good. Yeah. It was just entertaining as, as like an action movie, I guess, in a sense. Because, so, what happened was Capcom made the game, Joe, we can attest to this, Capcom made their arcade game in 94 based off the movie you were supposed to come out. Right? Yeah. The movie never came out, but they just, Capcom put out the game anyway. And uh, so if they made a movie just based on that game's storyline for action, especially with today's tech, it would be excellent with the right writers, right director, right producers. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Interesting. I agree. Because now we'd have the better CG and mm-hmm. we could do stuff like that. And plus, back in the day, that was the original soulless cash grab. Like, hey, it was. mash up the two monsters. Money. <laughs> that might be the best versus match I've ever seen, though, is a storyline, AVP. Mm-hmm. No, Marvel Scapcom. No, Kingdom Hearts. It's not really a versus match. Crossover. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts yeah. might be the most well, then... I, I hear a lot of good things about Kingdom Hearts. Oh, that's a good so. movie. I, movie. Good game. I love it. The fact that I, <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very good very series. Good series. I told Joey the fact that I had to wait, what, is it 15 years for a third one, and the third one was way too short and way too... Ugh. It was Yeah, it was over a decade for something that was less than thrilling, I'll, I'll say to put it politely, but uh, I was a little underwhelmed. But I mean... It did okay for what it is. Maybe our expectations were too high because when that series came out, I was like 12. So <laughs> it was not very hard to impress. Mm-hmm. So since we're talking about like worth the wait, so Alien vs. Predator movie, not worth the wait. Kingdom of Hearts, I guess sequel, sort of worth the wait. Uh, for the ones that's seen it, what's our take on uh, Godzilla vs. Kong? Hmm. I thought it was a good movie. Well, I'll be- put it. I'll, I'll put it this way: you all who are complete newbies to the series yeah. uh, and have only seen, I assume, either Godzilla: King of Monsters or Godzilla from twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How entertained were you on a scale of like a Marvel movie or like a you know another like action flick? I will say it was see? like a, that's a good scale. I'll say it was like a Guardians of the Galaxy, like one. Okay, it was something new. But it was still established because we had already seen the Godzilla movies. I think people were waiting, obviously, because they wanted to see Kong versus him versus Godzilla. Yeah. But I think it wasn't. I think it could have been maybe a little bit more. But the movie was not bad. It wasn't a bad movie. Yeah. I can't put it necessarily on a level of a Marvel movie. Maybe because, like, um, in this case, the universe building is not as Correct. interesting because it's not like, uh, and not that the human characters were like bad. In, in fact, for the most part, I thought each individual movie did the best they can with the human characters. 
but it's not like these they uh uh you know created like human characters that make me go oh let me go back and see their performance but let me let's but let me say what well what can say was really good they definitely put a lot of craft into the monsters themselves they did um agreed if there's something I can say that uh, I liked about most about this first, but especially uh, this movie itself is the choreography between Godzilla and King Kong. I, I think the people who made this movie knew the mechanics yep. of the characters, knew their strengths, and knew how to choreograph proper like fight scenes. Like with Godzilla using his strength, like like his tail, his projectiles, and then King Kong not having that, but being smart enough to use tools and like, you know, you know, his acrobatics and all that. They really knew how to Mm -hmm. showcase that. Yeah, I agree. Because I feel like, uh, as Albert said, you had Godzilla had to use, because obviously, I mean, Kong had to use more of a, use more of a, I guess brain tactics should be able to figure out what he was going to do because he couldn't mm-hmm. do just brute Correct. force versus no. uh-huh. uh, versus uh, Godzilla who could do brute force, but he wasn't as quick and wasn't as, I guess, creative or uh, mm-hmm. with whatever, what else he had to do to, if he had to kill Kong. Yeah. Godzilla's intelligent, yeah. but we don't know if it's human style or monkey style. Well, we know he's intelligent. Right. The, the director, and also, the, the way he typically fights is like he doesn't develop a new strategy unless he absolutely has to because he correct. usually can just overwhelm most things. Or blast in the face the way I can. Yeah. Breath weapon. Breath weapon. And uh, Joey, I, I don't. Uh, I don't know if you mind spoilers, Joey. I I don't know if it's. Yeah, safe. I don't mind. Uh, I mean, it's. I, yeah. I'm there for the monster fights. I've never. <laughs> they've tried putting stories. In Godzilla it doesn't before, work, does and it? He... I mean, you can follow. Well, what's interesting is it's true. Yeah, what's interesting is I, I think it looked like Godzilla was the clear winner. I wouldn't. I, I don't know I if I could no, say. You know, I, I would. Yeah, I guess he's a clear winner because of how it ended with him being so the king of monsters, and then Kong going down to was yeah. it Hollow Earth, and so he's the king of Hollow Earth. So, yeah. Uh, I it looked like it like it looked like it was pretty much and I, I'm not complaining. It just looked like it was King Kong putting up a real yeah. good fight, but in the end, dude, like despite all the strategizing he did and everything, there was something about Godzilla that makes him so yep. dominant. So I, yeah, I definitely found that uh, very fascinating, um, which is why it's good they had to bring in the the main bad guy, which was uh, who wants to say um, it? Oh, Mecha Mecha, yeah, Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. Which was, Ooh, which yeah. was expected. So how did they reveal him? Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> Not that. I mean, I'm looking so at they the were... YouTube. Go to YouTube, look up Gamera, the Akamata yeah, so he was. So they had built him <laughs> off using okay. Ghidorah's... Um, did you see King of the Monsters, Joey? Okay, so how yeah. that ended... With, with so now they have someone controlling the brain of controlling Ghidorah's brain and uh, making connection to Mechagodzilla. Interesting. That's a that's also a throwback to an older story. So King Ghidorah typically 
whenever he always loses because that's his thing. He's the scariest Godzilla villain, and yet he always loses. <laughs> yeah, not even close. It's, it's uh, crazy. He usually comes back as Mechagodor using that exact same way you described, where he's the he's still Ghidorah, but he's just got a giant metal head in the center. So it's interesting that they sort of reference that, I guess, in this, and just make him just straight up Mechagodzilla, which is mm-hmm. kind of cool. I I did find that part like interesting. So I guess for a noob like me don't doesn't know a lot of like past Godzilla. I thought that was like, all right, that's an interesting way to bring back a Godzilla. But but either way it was pretty cool that both like um King Kong and Godzilla have to like, you know, join forces and beat the crap out of him yeah. and so, you know and they also kind of put show you know, bring a lot of like when I saw the career I couldn't help to think, oh, this is sort of like a Captain America Winter Soldier yep. versus Iron Man yep. type situation. The superior well, opponent too much for one of them, so they team up. Exactly. Yeah. I, so they, yeah, I thought it was I cool. like that. And then so I also have a question. because yes. uh, the other movies have done well on this, but this one I see that's gonna take place a lot more with like human interaction and like Kong using like tools that the humans have. Uh, I had an issue with like the older, like transformer movies. <laughs> you were praising the choreography. So I couldn't, I couldn't tell what was ever going on in like the older, like transformers movies. Did they do like a, at least a good job of like discerning what's going on during like the action scenes? Yes. Again, they did. I'd say, yeah. So compare it to the action scenes in Kong Skull Island, where it's all taking place during the day. You can see everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be guessing. Was that Godzilla, or was that just a guy in a in a parachute at night? Like you'll see. No, they really knew how to move that camera. Yeah. Like not just like Korea, but how to yeah. move that camera in, in like different ways that I didn't conceive like, of. I, I don't see as much. Yeah, but they really knew how to to like, make these creatures look big. Camera, so. And fluid. You'll see. I, I'm not going to spoil all of it, but just watch the YouTube yeah. highlights since you don't need yeah. uh, the movie. No. I, I, I'd say it's, it's still watching the, the full movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, what, what, why do we do this? Like, uh, how do we... Get, do you guys want to do, like, a rating as far as, like... So we're talking Godzilla 2014, Godzilla King of the Monsters, Kong Skull Island, and Godzilla vs. I'm for it. Do, do you want to do a rank? Like, yeah, let's do let's a ranking. Do um, uh, well, I'll start. Uh, I'd say if I were to rank number one, it'd be Kong Skull Island. I think it might be a tad bit biased, but then I, I think I'd put Godzilla vs. Kong as number mm-hmm. two. And then King of the Monsters 3, and then the 2014 Godzilla as the last one. Not to knock it or anything, it's just that I only saw it once. It was a few years ago. I don't remember it being bad, but they definitely advanced from then. But uh, I won't go through all four of them, but I'd say Congress, uh, Kong Skull Island was probably my favorite one because it was a new look at King Kong. Uh, it was. Uh, also, like, kind of like uh, interesting look at the monster fight scenes in like an island-like atmosphere, mm-hmm. and uh, probably and uh, probably also the best human characters we had, like a really good cast of human oh, unbeatable like, so far. Yeah. Uh, Sin- 
Yeah, like Sam Jackson playing like the really like uh, angry like soldier, feeling like the Vietnam War was a waste, so he kind of wanted to defeat Kong as like a fulfillment of like you know of his duty as a soldier. And then you had John C. Riley who played a a World War Two pilot that was stuck on because uh, the the movie takes place in the like after the Vietnam War. John C. Riley played a World War Two pilot that was stranded. Uh, on Skull Island for like the mm-hmm. longest time, and then yeah, we had like other like Tom Hiddleston like played like an uh, interesting tracker, and then Brie Larson like playing like a uh, like photographer to it. But I, I yeah, felt Brie like Larson that wasn't like, that <laughs> I totally forgot. Yeah, she was, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, she she and that uh, she was like kind of like the human connection in that in that movie as well. So. Uh, yeah, I'd say that that one had the best. Uh, I wouldn't knock the humans in uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. I think they did a decent job. I think the problem is, is that, you know, this is a more of a direct single to King of the Monsters, and we're already introduced to these new characters. Uh, I think the only new character I was really interested in was Brian mm-hmm. Tyree Henry, who played, like, the podcaster who was, like, trying to uncover all these conspiracies. Oh, stuff. yeah. He's gonna... Kong just had a, oh, man, it had a yeah. great build, didn't it? He's going to be in another big film, too. What's that? Brian Tyree. Yep. Let's push back several times, but he's going to be... I think he's in um, Eternals, yep. Eternals. Eternals is going to be... I can't Uh, wait. So, not to stay on that for too long, but I want them to answer the question in movie. Be like, wait, you guys were on Earth the whole time? Through the blip? Yeah, I think tackle New York. What were you? Yeah, like why didn't you help us with Thanos? Like that. I think they're they're gonna explain. You know they have an you know they have an explanation. I'm waiting. That's the only part I care about. What they're gonna have them say individually or together? Will it be a one liner joke? Will Mm -hmm. it be an actual explanation in the Mm -hmm. in the foreword? I'm like like it's a book. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And. Maybe it's going through similar themes, like you know, those are supposed to be gods among pretty much among yeah. humans. Eternals, yeah. So we'll see, and yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, I'm interested in how Byron Tyner Henry will play his character because the I've only seen him in like um, two things: uh, Atlanta, where he plays a rapper called Paperboy, kind of like a local rapper in, in Atlanta. He's really he's really funny in that. Not just funny, but there's. Something very enduring about his character. He's playing a rap artist that kind of has more of an old school style, and he's trying to go What's against kind of like, you know, what what, what kind of like hip hop hip hop culture is with all the oh, social yeah. media and all that, and like so I get it. Like, so he plays that role very well. While in this movie, I, I think he goes, uh, he plays a very different character in Godzilla vs Kong, and he definitely was more of the comic relief. And he I think he he, he, he nailed it. Like he. Well. He showed he could act. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. I need to watch Atlanta like right yeah. now. He's <laughs> yeah, definitely watch Atlanta. Hot um, Atlanta. Yeah, he was really good in that. <laughs> Hot Atlanta. Yeah. No, definitely. But de- yeah, he definitely like stood out. As far as human characters, he definitely stood out uh, in that movie. But uh, yeah. Uh, who wants to do the ranking next? I, I can go. Or... I can go. Um, yeah. I actually be very similar to Albert. Um, the only reason I say that is because um, I liked the actors in Godzilla, even though I'll put it four. 
were very good because you had Elizabeth mm-hmm. Olsen and you did have Aaron Taylor Johnson, if I'm getting his name right. Um, coming off mm-hmm. of, obviously coming off of Ultron, uh, Age of Ultron, which I think helped catapult. Mm-hmm. I think it was already catapulted at that point, but I think this kind of gave him maybe a little bit more of a serious role, uh, even though it was more mm-hmm. of a, a fictional fictional movie. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Um, so I think we got actors, good actors in that. Um, but I think King King of the Monsters was good for me. I might actually have to put that. Ah, let me switch that. I might put that second, just because I like the fact that we mm-hmm. saw other um, kaiju's and other titans in there, um, which I never heard of, which I thought were pretty cool. So um, I will say that. So I'll like, switch I... King of Mon- King, uh, Godzilla versus King of Monsters, uh, King of Monsters, and Godzilla versus Kong. Um, flip it from two to three. Okay. Okay. Uh, where I'll do Kong Skull Island. Island. I'll put that, that as number did one. You see that? Um, because we saw some different kaiju's. I think in there, seeing the skull crushers, which wasn't a big one, but it's still something new to me. Yeah. Not ever seeing that. Um, so I'll put that as mm-hmm. uh, yeah. number one. I thought it was even interesting seeing something like a water buffalo. Oh, I loved it. That size, like yeah, I thought that was like a. It was a very. It was very. I'll say it was very beautiful. It was like a beautiful, like creature, beautiful shot, and like it really kind of like uh, exposed you to like an atmosphere you wouldn't really think about. And yeah, yeah. So they ran, yeah, they ran into a bunch of problems immediately. That they're like, okay, we're not in Kansas Mm -hmm. anymore. Oh, these are tree limbs. Nope, these are spire (laughs) legs that pierce you. Oh yeah, it was was like interesting. So simple yet so, so yeah, they, that director for that so movie gruesome, yeah. gave you the sense of how small we yeah. are even with our current nineteen seventies tech. When we pass by this rain, this monsoon to get to this electric storm, whatever we went into, we're in a whole different playing field right now. Wow. All right. And uh, yeah, anything um, else to add? I just hope yeah. that we, I think Thank we talked it. about it earlier, and I'll say because Joey's here as well, I hope we get to see more Titans later on. I think that brings them more of a people who haven't mm-hmm. as much as Joey and, and, and Jameson have seen it. I, get, I think it brings more people into the universe to be able to want to watch it um, and then enjoy it as well. A fun guy. Okay. I I can agree with mm-hmm. that. I think that's a, that's a good segue if yeah. I may do my ranking next yes Let's i would say it. king of the monsters definitely number one for me because there's a lot of references to older movies but to piggyback off what you said you know ha- seeing new monsters and bringing new people in i thought king of the monsters did a great job of that because a lot of the ones that wake up when king Ghidorah like you know awakens all of them are brand new the giant squid tentacle looking thing is not a classic monster the giant mammoth that woke up uh, was not a classic monster. Yeah. Uh, and so it opened the doors for a lot of new designs uh, while also giving so, so, so many references in King of the Monsters. Yep. Uh, Fire Rodan, Yo, uh, Mothra, yeah. and the, the twin sisters that are always the guardians of Mothra. Mm-hmm. Um, King Ghidorah's head, you know, left at the end, uh, yep. you know, showing that, hey, we're going to, we're going to mess with this because humans never leave anything alone. Of course not. Um, 
<laughs> really just a great return to like form uh very simple and like very you know kind of predictable about what's going to happen but still great because i just liked seeing uh you know my two favorite monsters fight each other king Ghidorah is my favorite uh mm-hmm. villain and godzilla is my favorite like you know uh heroic role more than like mothra or like gamma or something mm-hmm. and also in that movie it helps show more of the monster's mannerisms like whenever king Ghidorah is on screen he acts like a like an actual serpent with his heads you know they're all yes. they all have different heads so they mm. interact like an actual like animal would they're sniffing around they're yes. you know nipping at each other uh you know godzilla very much you see his big belly that he has because he's a you know a lizard uh mm. and sometimes he uses that to advantage his advantage and sometimes his little stubby arms get in his way and he can't do anything <laughs> But just I could go on and on for about King of the Monsters, but that I'd say that's my number one. Uh, and then I would say Kong, Skull Island, and 2014 Godzilla are tied for me. Um, just because uh, this was the first time like Godzilla had been done well with CG. Uh, yeah. And it was just classic callbacks to a lot of, uh, you know, the original series. It was also... This was their first attempt, so I give it a lot of you know slack where where it's failings. It kind of dragged a little in the beginning. Mm-hmm. The human characters I didn't care too mm-hmm. much about. Uh, focused a little too much on trying to be a Transformers. You know, the military is going to help us. The military right. has never helped in any Godzilla yeah. movie ever. That's actually true. Point. Yeah. Um, Not successfully. Just, I, I remember having the same. Not successfully, yeah. anyway. That's the part of the joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I definitely remember having the same feeling that you did, Joey, about uh, Godzilla 2014. Like, like it's not horrible. But, it's a very yeah. slow burn to get to the few cool parts where Godzilla's laying into the mutos, and you know, yeah, the yeah. payoff is good where he, you know, just grabs the one and breathes atomic breath down his throat, and then he. But just, you got to wait all the whole left movie is to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, with you. So good sequences. Yeah, Godzilla, the first one in 2014 was underwhelming it was i was whelmed to quote um the dc universe <laughs> cartoon with the right Titan. i was whelmed i, I um, would say it's like the the older marvel movies like i i give it credit for what it did and it was good for its time but it's it also gets a lot of slack because it's the first attempt they did and there's definitely areas for improvement definitely which mm. they did in kong skull island uh, yep. It's the first time I've ever really cared about Kong. He's never really been that important mm-hmm. in old Godzilla movies. He's just a big monkey. That's his, true. His, it, his <laughs> importance is he represented like the West, and Godzilla yes. was the East, and and that was about it. Uh, about it. We get to we get to see more of like a you know him being one with nature and being you know a representative of yeah uh, or like an avatar for the earth instead of like, you know, a fish out of water like he is yep. in his original like right. you know, King Kong movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I and I liked how like the the, the design was like uh, very interesting because we would talk about like the Peter Jackson mm-hmm. King Kong movie where you know that King Kong was pretty much mm-hmm. exactly yes. a gorilla. Yes. A big gorilla. Well, in Kong Skull Island, it was different. There, there was a different like mannerism because he didn't like crouch no. a lot like a gorilla. In fact, he stood up tall, and I thought that that was like a subtle change, a but it was change, a very though. interesting change. And it had a Titanus Kong. Yeah. 
we we had a exactly and we, we had a different look at him a more i felt like a more commanding look and a more like and then a lot more to like do like uh like choreography wise and actually this brings me to i uh, like how he was in godzilla vs kong where he's definitely an older version of that uh but similar mentality but definitely yes. wiser but also very weathered in fact uh, the director uh, that he said uh, this King Kong is pretty much like uh, Bruce Willis in Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'll, I'll add something the... onto that since we're talking about the Peter Jackson. Yes. Like, I feel like with that, Good. you also didn't have any of those other kaiju. So it was just focused on King Kong as a gorilla, but it was also creatures oh, that were just that we would see, but just a hundred times bigger. Like when they were with the, with, with the, with the bugs yeah. and the creatures like that. And then the T Rexes that were just left mm-hmm. that were that survived mm-hmm. survived. So it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, it worked. Right. Like for a Kong movie right. to with Ode to the original, yeah. this one has a whole different purpose. Like a, we're making a kaiju mm-hmm. verse, mm-hmm. and other Kong was like we're making a Kong yeah. movie, King Kong, Peter Jackson. We King we King. just want the IP. We just want a big monkey. That's what <laughs> it happened. doesn't have to be anything. Guys, <laughs> yeah. you know what I keep thinking of. You see the meme where it's like Godzilla. They have the two powers. It's like it's like a non-movie. It's like a little blip gif. It's not a gif. It's just a meme. It's like Godzilla, radioactive lizard, radioactive ref, King Kong, monkey. And I love this meme. I gotta find that meme. I have to find it. What's that meme called? I need a background or something. I will say that does go back to a good point Albert made, which was you know Kong is. He's not just a big gorilla. He is, I guess his face resembles that of a gorilla, but I guess that's yes. about the only thing. Mm-hmm. He's more, you know, chimp-like mm-hmm. in his moves because he can yes. move his arms. He uses tools. Mm-hmm. He swings. He uh, is a up, lot more nimble. more upright as well. With... He doesn't... Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. He doesn't, like, barrel down yeah. on all fours like a gorilla would, or he doesn't also have the awkward <laughs> short, <laughs> short like, waddle. Yeah. He's yes. more, like, balanced. So... So it made yeah, it made for a lot like better mm-hmm. fight scenes. And even when he's not fighting, when he starts to look tired and everything, I go like, okay, I can see him say, I can see him ask, how could the same shit happen to the same guy <laughs> twice? Just yeah. like you know, uh, Bruce. That, a... that makes a since he's Bruce Willis, would that mean he's the exact same like Kong from Skull Island? Because it has been, I guess it would be fifty years for him. So he is quite weathered, and he, as we we saw in Skull yep. Island, like. He's not like Godzilla where he just takes a nap near a, you know, radioactive thing and is healed. Yeah. He gets scarred. He's he gets injured. It takes him a while. Yeah. I I would say it definitely looks like he did get bigger, right? They, they say he's called def- and then definitely he's not fully grown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he get bigger, but then you kind of see him look very weathered, <laughs> like, you know, there's probably like a lot of gray in there. There's a more somber look in this. Space. I'm going to send it to Found the group. It? I'm literally a walking nuclear Definitely power plant. What is your ability? Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find hey. it. Monkey, monkey made he a did. word. He got tools, man, but that's about it. Um, I like that you say that, though, Albert, because Kong is... It, it shows that they're, they're different personalities, whereas Godzilla, when he wakes up, he's never... Typically not the aggressor, but if you wake Godzilla up, he won't stop mm-hmm. till you know he puts an end to whatever's annoying him. Yeah. Whereas Kong mm-hmm. is 
a lot more i don't want to say docile but he's a lot more lenient in stuff that he lets go on like unless it's immediately in his yeah. domain he's you know he's kind of just chilling mm-hmm. yeah actually and when you when you watch the movie you'll see that he is probably like less of the aggressor on here he's like look man i'm just trying to you know get home or i'm being taken to all these brings places that human I factor be to it he are, does bring that human factor it's which i think joey attested to yeah. and albert attested to mm-hmm. that um, you might have a gorilla looking face but he's more than just he's not just he's not a gorilla first i think he has more of a human aspect to him mm-hmm. yeah he's his own species tightness calm Actually, what I also like, because we were talking about how, like, in the other Kong movies, there's Kong and then there's, like, sort of the damsel uh, in distress. Um, In this one, there isn't anyone such. In fact, his main communicator is this little girl, and uh, she's deaf, and you find out that they communicate through sign language, and that, like, creates, like, a a very, uh, I I thought, a very nice, like, connection between, uh, you know, King Kong and a human. Also, um... Um, Sorry. Let's see. I had something. I had something. So Kong, I'm trying to, I was crossing my Kongs up because I'm reading the memes. And yeah, since Kong is his own species, he looks like a native gorilla that we know, of, but he's a different species entirely, which means he mixes like human style things. But he knows sign language. That's what I was going to say. Mm. Yeah. So the fact he can comprehend. Yeah. In this one, we. Yeah. That is interesting that he actually tries to communicate because Godzilla, he just kind of hopes either people get out of his way or his 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 main communication is he'll either look at you, and like turn his head, and that's about it. Yeah. That's that's pretty much it. He's just a big lizard. We can't relate to him like as much. Whereas that that's a cool (laughs) way to characterize Kong. In a in a way that's more endearing because Godzilla, I would say, definitely has like the I don't know what you'd say like the title belt. He's the one you automatically like root for. Yes, because Godzilla became yeah. more human like in the other movies. Well, one because it was a guy in a suit, and two because he would. Mm-hmm. I remember when he started boxing, he started rolling his hands up like a boxer, and that was cute. He had the craziest. Did movies. you guys ever watch? Yeah. Did you guys ever watch? There was this cartoon. I think it was by Hannah Barbara. So I think they're the same guys that did Space Ghosts, uh, Birdman, uh, maybe Flintstones and all that. But there was a cartoon, a Godzilla cartoon, where it was a family. They were like they they were on they're always on some sort of boat. I guess they're like discoverers or explorers, something like that. Uh, but they managed to be friends with Godzilla, so every time they need his help, they, the dad always has his beeper and calls for Godzilla I think so. to come and like save them. Oh my gosh, it was super, it was super corny, but I remember watching that. But you know, Godzilla was sort of interact with them, but not, you know. I guess the main communication was like, you know, a beeper. Oh, and they had. Oh, I love that. And Godzuki. And he just flies in on the boat. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's fun in a Scooby-Doo sort of way, but that's a bad What's wrong with Scooby-Doo? I watched it. Actually, that. Nothing. Scooby-Doo does. Nothing until they introduce Scrappy. That's another. Scrappy. Scrappy was another podcast, man. I like Scrappy, but I. 
but I understand mm. why people don't like Scrappy. But but Scrappy made me watch it because he wasn't a, the normal trope got uh, Scooby Doo was giving me. He was a Deuce Ants Machina at times. True. I got I talked to this one of my friends a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, he's my he's a walking Deuce Ants Machina like Nick Fury in the comics, but. Scrappy gave me since I'm not really a Scooby Doo fan, like, I don't care about the monster of the week or that it was uh, the gardener or the janitor or the yeah. witch guy. Or the witch it, was, it was Mr. Jenkins. Yeah. Scrappy added something that the show didn't have. Yeah. So now, now he would have gotten names, away with it too if it was with those darn kids. Now, a pup named Scooby Doo mm-hmm. was my show. Like I watched a lot of that. Come on, that. it's Mr. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Solve the crime. It's Scooby. I'm not gonna sing the whole I, song, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> it was it was funnier. It was a lot more yes. self aware. Red herring. I liked how exactly every time he was like, "I know who the monster was." Oh, yeah. it was none other than Red Herring, which was like the I guess the town bully. An or actual something. Red Herring. Like, like, was, he was he's like, "I'm not even in the town, yeah. you idiot," yeah. or something like that. He called him one. Th- it was yeah. It was... <laughs> Oh, I think one time we send him like a telegram or a letter. It's not me. (laughs) Yeah. It's not me. And whoever was intelligent enough to know what a red herring actually is in literature, it's, oh man, yeah. True. That went over my head as a kid. I was like, oh, is that what? I remember the movie. Yeah. Because he was was literally just a, you know, this freckle faced redheaded kid. Yeah, literally was a red. He literally (laughs) is named Red Herring, and he was a red herring. So good, yeah. <laughs> 90s cartoon. Yeah, that makes sense. hysteria. Yeah, well, we're off topic. Um, I'll do my rating on um, the reason we're off topic anyway. So, number one is Ouch. still Skull Island for me. Just the human crew, it's the out of the movies, the best human crew balance and build up, in my opinion. Like, them building up to go to Skull Island is just as good as them getting there and seeing Kong to me. Um, and the, the mm-hmm. trials and tribulations they went through while on the island show why Kong is king. Samuel mm-hmm. Jackson versus Kong was great with his plan, man versus nature. It's a lot going on in that movie. Um, second is going to have to be King of the Monsters. It just did it. It did it, to, it did it to it. It brought them together, kept the pace good enough, caused the... It just did those monsters really well. Right, and then it's going to be Godzilla versus Kong, and then last would be Godzilla because Godzilla had to kick it off, and it was the budget was there, but it didn't, it wasn't exciting enough, like you guys said. Everything was there, but the lighting wasn't good enough. Keeping it at night wasn't a good idea to hide the CG. Like, just don't do that. Uh, that's why this one did Neon City, but it hid too, it hid too much for the visuals of the creatures. So, the creatures themselves aren't that interesting. It's like you, this is your first Godzilla movie, and you make your own things, and they're they're not even like a. The, there's not even a backstory. They're just like, yeah, they're just there. I don't know, six legged <laughs> insect looking things. things, and they, they <laughs> and they're, they're, ba- and they're mm. bad, and they're bad. Uh, right, okay, well. why? Why are they here? Well, because they're bad. Okay, great. Thanks. Yeah, you could have gone with any jobber hey. from like the old one. You could have gone with yeah. Ebira. You could have gone with yeah. what it is, the smog monster. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like anything. those would have been more like relatable for people who haven't seen the movie. Instead of just giving some, like you guys said, some random creature. Random that, creature. 
creatures. It's like, okay, cool. Because then, because now, yeah, go ahead. did you even remember they were called mutos till now? Nope, nope. Uh, you, we started, you like, did. <laughs> I didn't remember. I was gonna say, like, no, that, they're, yeah. they're just not important. <laughs> oh, shit. Plus, they, they focused on the, the wrong aspects of the humans. Everything that Godzilla did wrong with, like, the human story is. It was weird because Kong Skull Island. I care. I actually cared about the humans in that movie. Yeah. I didn't care in King of the Monsters, and I nope. didn't care in original Godzilla. But I cared in Kong Skull Island. These were actual yes. people. And here's my problem. Mm-hmm. So, this is me being a versus match fanboy because I do versus matches in my head by myself a lot. I mentioned them to you guys and other friends, but I couldn't get over this. Okay, maybe it's just me. You guys, let me know if I'm being petty or overthinking this. I was like, why in any deity you worship or not worship's name are you still sending people and man-piloted aircraft against large monsters? You haven't learned your lesson five, six years ago. Where are the drones at? Where are the sonic weapons? Where are the gas weapons? You know, the oxygen. This is just, this. they don't need to send any planes. This is a waste of time. What are we doing here? With creatures, we've seen to show yeah. or have like shown that they are at least intelligent enough to come up with countermeasures when you attack them. Yeah, and like swat you away. out of the air. Why are you sending me? Now there was a um, cameo for one of the pilots. The name of one of those pilots in Godzilla versus Kong was a director of one of the older Godzilla movies that matters. I don't know if it was King of Monsters or the older Godzilla versus Kong, but. Well, watch watch the pilot's name on the deck that leaves the Kong jumps on. You'll see you'll see a Japanese name across his helmet. And I forgot because I had to Google it. I said, oh, wait, that wasn't an accident. Who's the, oh, that director's name. Cool. Well, that's Easter egg. All right. Interesting. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, it'd be funny. I would like to like see someone do a short film on the Air Force trying to get recruits now. <laughs> like, like, all right, guys, we need to do tagline: U.S. Air Force. <laughs> we do more than jets. <laughs> U.S. Air Force. You don't have yeah. to be in the air. It's like stop flying me at large. <laughs> you can fly monsters, in, please. Guys, you can fall out of the sky if you want, but you don't have to fly if you don't want to. <laughs> Yeah, now the first movie, the military trying different things made sense, but this is after years of knowing the kaijus exist. Like, there's, come on, man, there's no way. No one sent a drone. Even these private companies don't have a drone or ICBMs that don't need man-made pilots to shoot. Why, why, why are you using battle yeah. cruisers? Like, there's just no. Like, and in King of the Monsters, they showed that a monarch is at least well enough known yes. that. They could have contacted them and told them, like, gotten some of their special weapons, and also that there's apparently paramilitary organizations that are well equipped enough to yes. to do at least do something against them. Like, what the smell? Like, it just didn't. <laughs> Man, I just couldn't get over it. I said, okay, it's just a movie, but it's a movie where they know what's going on in the background. I'm not gonna let this go. Like, I'm not letting this go. Well, let, let's face it, they, they did it because like they go like, oh, but the yep. visuals are cool. Watch, Watch the pilots get swatted or, or not just... do anything successful except shooting it away. It's just... Yeah. Or they eject the seat and they go like, 
I should have been. <laughs> Why did I sign up for this gig? You know what I'm saying? The ejector seat, but it's supposed to show the the, the directors and and everyone else and the writers and the screen scripter, whoever is important for writing the film before it's directed, no more than I do. I'm just saying, as a fan of the genre and using the lore of the films, yeah. I don't think sending man piled the jets against these creatures that aren't Kong, even against Kong, actually, is a good idea tactically. I just, I just didn't. At this point, it's a yes. Bit, it's like it's you know what's going to happen. We've seen this before. Yeah, why don't you skydive out of the ships again? If they <laughs> just do that, <laughs> it, if they do it again, then you know a pilot would eject from the seat, and he'll say they didn't cover this in time. <laughs> yeah, or something. Make it funny, like again, just it because. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. So if they do another movie, like whoever it's a consultant can get peace out. <laughs> we just it. not okay. Let's yeah, stop. Let's please. stop. The it is the it's the same like in Iron Man. Yeah, uh, they start off with like, "Hey, this works because you know we're gonna put like a science aspect of it, and you know here's the logistics." Of it. Like, you don't need to tell me anything. You could just say it works, mm-hmm. uh, but don't like pretend mm-hmm. to be you know. Go doing like scientifically like accurate stuff when you're not at least be consistent with it you know <laughs> yeah if we're de- yeah. sense. I I was about to say no, no, keep, keep you going. have a point Joe if we're dealing with things that are obviously science fiction you don't have to try and apply it to real science if it's way out right. there like way out there like, okay fuck yeah it's not like they, they give us an answer I, and then we're just sitting there like, well, why does it do this? It's like, I'm not asking that. I I do not care about that. I'm here for the monkey to punch the lizard. That's what I'm here for. As long as it's effective and entertaining, right. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, uh, I had a uh, interesting... I remember in King of the Monsters, they talked about that there was a time where these titans sort of like yes. roamed the earth. Like, no, people don't think they sort of, like, roamed the earth. Like, you know, it was their world. Is it just me, or do I kind of want them to do a prequel on that? Now, it'd be a bold move, because it'll probably be practically a silent movie, because we want Wally dialogue, but yo, I'd be all for, yeah, like, do a Wally type thing, and, you know, you just see these titans, like, interact with each other, and, you know, you don't know exactly what they're saying, but you can, like... Would you want it to be you live action or yeah. TV series or animated? What would you want? Uh, I want it to be live action. I want okay. it to be a movie that I see okay. in an IMAX theater. And I will just sit and watch a dialogue-less movie where these titans are just roaming. Maybe it'll look sort of like an yeah. nature documentary. But I'd be all that I'd be like all down for that. Yeah, like, I think of Discovery Channel or Blue Earth yeah. except it's titans. There's no voiceover. But, yeah, because they're not going to be fighting each other, right? And the humans that'd be very cool. And so we're doing it mm-hmm. before humans existed. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, sort of just watch them roam the earth and just in, interact without yep. human interference. People will try and see the rise of Godzilla, like, if yes. you if you will. The species, his species, Kong's species. Yeah. That will be dope because they have the lore. Exactly. They said that. There was a war between Godzilla species and Kong species, but they don't have to do that movie. Um, they can do something. They can do when Gadir gets to Earth, or before Gadir gets to Earth. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, that'd be cool be if, if if they did a bunch of like stories showing the other monsters, and then you know, it instead of it ending with the classic Godzilla uh, wins and he goes back to sleep, mm-hmm. it's King Ghidorah <laughs> putting putting you know Godzilla to sleep. Nice, you know? yeah, because he killed the first <laughs> one, right, or one of the species of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was like the Ice yeah. Age or something. That's what did in Ghidorah because you know he's a big lizard. So it's like, all right, well, oh, literally, that's why he froze in Antarctica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The map. Yeah, I sent the map uh, of it. Yeah, I saw that. that that's, I might even look at most Holy of these smoke. names. These titans have been on the planet for Shit. long enough to breathe and not which is kind of crazy but also kind of cool like it's completely unbelievable oh but then you know the whole thing with like a hollow earth doesn't make sense either yes like i said i'm fine with that yeah i was like Uh, so what in this reality hollow earth exists for some reason i don't care i get it like godzilla waking up in this universe would cause all sorts of like global issues like tidal waves and stuff like just him swimming like guys guys yeah, how come there's not a shortage of fish? Right, or... and then the scene where King Ghidorah allegedly like drags Godzilla almost to the bottom of the ocean. I'm like, do you know how deep the ocean is? Yep. Like, what? Yep. It's very, very deep. Very, very deep. There's deeper places than Rihanna's trench. I thought. So. I thought that it, I thought that was the deepest spot in Earth. I, I yeah. only know that because of Transformers, and they're like, "This is where we, you know, put Megatron to sleep because of the pressure he can't like move or whatever." Oh so yeah, maybe like, that's why James Cameron went into the bottom. Maybe that is the deep. I don't know. That's why we don't have Avatar two, three, and four, he's, five yet. Because yeah. I'm looking for the line. <laughs> looking for the bottom line. Actually, honestly, I. Uh, that's so far. Uh, reference looking for the bottom yeah. yeah, I I'd say I'd say to wrap this up. Um, uh, maybe maybe mention one thing you look forward to in a future um, Ooh. kaiju movie. More kaiju, likely got this 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 particular universe, but but pretty much. <laughs> I okay. <said> okay. More <laughs> kaiju's. <laughs> I want a specific kaiju. I want Biolanti, which is a giant, uh, it's maybe a giant like plant. Mm-hmm. It's one of the few officially female kaijus. Like Mothra uh, and cool her. Because, yeah, it's Mothra, Biolanti. I don't know if Batra is a female too, yeah. but I think they're, they're like the only ones who I are. I thought like Rodan was specifically female. female. No, Rodan's a dude. He's 100%. a selfish. He's he's that literally the star right. screen. Someone mentioned that you're right. The Godzilla so universe. Right about that. He is. He is. He only fights uh, for himself, and that's really about he's it. He's not bad. Uh, he's just selfish. Yeah. So there are times when he teams up with Godzilla, but I would say Biolanti because her story uh, is very cool. Uh, she's a plant. She's not like a creature. She's more of like a plant monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their design is just incredible looking. It has multiple forms. It grows from like a small thing to a giant kaiju that can rival Godzilla. And it's made using Godzilla's cells as its usual backstory. So they could definitely Hmm. incorporate that with like the whole nature theme and like multiple like earths and stuff like that. I'm trying to look her up. 
Violante Kaiju. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I see. What was the name again? Violante? Yeah. So B-I-O-L-L-A-N-T-E. Yeah. Looking right now. Look at them. Okay. They get the right design. They're big. They're big, big. Yeah. This would not be this would not be fun for everybody. They're also not like a like an evil thing. No. They're more of like a misunderstood because it's made using Godzilla cells. Uh, and in the original story, one of the scientists who was like studying the plants, uh, his daughter uh, was killed, and like her soul is kind of like inhabits Biolanti, which is why it's a female. Yeah. It can be done. But yeah, show me, show me more cool monsters, more cool, you know, just anything. Give me Gigan, give me uh, Destroyer, give me Angris. Angris would be cool. Just have him show up, do something. Destroyer, let me go Destroyer. Okay. So, so far consensus is definitely, definitely more kaiju. Oh, good. And I think I mentioned like I wouldn't mind like a prequel where it's almost just yeah. kaiju, roaming Earth. Um, so almost, so to me, almost no humans. But I will say, if we decide to go to human route, they need to take a uh, a note yes. from how uh, Kong Skull Island did it. Right. And, At least yeah. give them something. It's give them like an actual reason to be. Yes. Don't you know? Bring in people who yeah. could could literally just just as easily not be there, like the military, it's like, what you or doing? like the other random the random yeah. fam- scientist family from King of the Monsters. Was like I I don't care about your family oh, drama. Yeah. I'm sorry that you're divorced, <laughs> but I I just don't care. Should you? It's like guys, <laughs> stop trying to build. Uh... Give me like yeah. an actual. At least Brian Cranton's yeah. character had like a semi reason to be there. Uh, but yeah, give me. Yeah, yeah, but even Samuel L. Jackson type, give me a Tom Hiddleston. You know why? Respect for them because Mm -hmm. they, if make the humans connection, have to do with the kaiju. So, yeah, don't give us. Oh well, my mother's here because my father's here because help me, I'm lost in a jeep ordering pizza. Like it's just, you're right. They take a take a nod from Kong, take a nod from Pacific Rim. With some of those humans, like, yeah. why are they involved? Oh, because this is this. Pacific Rim crossover. Mm-hmm. They could work yeah, so, with the cross know. dimension, but they need a really good writer and director, like I said. Yeah, you need uh, practically. It could might do that be, well. Like, yeah, I'm a tutorial, but well, well, I'll nah. take other suggestions, but I, I can't. Gonna, well, don't they also destroy the monsters in Pacific Rim? So I don't know how that'd work out. I wouldn't really want to see. Godzilla get his face punched in by a giant robot. Oh, he's not. He would not lose like the other monsters did. Um, no, what what he'll probably do is that put you know the the what were they called on Pacific Rim? Oh the, my gosh, I can't believe I forgot. The Jaegers are the giant robots. Those the, the Jaegers, yes. The so pretty much the Jaegers have to team up with Godzilla to fight that's something bigger. That that's how. You would make it work. They'll, they'll start. By Remember, it's going to be starring Tom Cruise. And it's like, you know, oh, that's been a misunderstanding. Oh, oh that's, fuck. That'd be, I that'd be cool. You could bring in gonna... Space Godzilla or Gigan because they're from space. So it's like. Whatever comes through the portal. Cool. Yeah. And then yeah. it's like, how did Godzilla get here? And we, we don't use Godzilla. It's possible. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. There's. There, I I think with the success of uh, 
um, Godzilla vs. Kong. It's actually it's probably one of the first movies I had was a huge box office hit during yep. the, this pandemic era. Uh, so they'll definitely they'll they, you know that they're definitely going like all right, how can we milk this? How can we you know make you know they're more? gonna find a way. So so and I would say to them like if yeah. my best advice for milking it would be take reference from the older ones, not just like the monsters and stuff, but just like don't be afraid to like do crazy stuff. Like that's what made them entertaining. Like yeah. this is just wild nonsense nonstop. Like, okay, I'm mm-hmm. I'm down for this. If you make it entertaining, you make the human connection and it's looks good, I'll sit through this. I'll pay money to see this. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they take the, hopefully they listen to it and ride with it. Because I awesome. Joey's right. I think once if you could All you right. have the ability in this series to take risk. If you can do that and do it well, you're good. Mm-hmm. all right take risk more kaiju um yeah be better, <laughs> be better. <laughs> just like give them a role that actually makes sense just like a colossal island and pacific Rim part one just come on or just get really good actors and just have them. You'd be like, hey, do your thing, bro. <laughs> just, That's true. Let them ad lib. Just ad lib. Just ad lib. Just, you got this. Bill ad-lib. Murray. Just Bill Murray. Just fine. So, <laughs> so Bill Murray. I was about to say, are we going like, to get Jedi? Or, 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 or make it out lane. Oh. Uh, uh, if we're talking fine. about ad libbing, we're not going to get yes. Tom Cruise. Yes. Yes. Paul Rudd. I would okay. see I'll see that movie three times. I love yeah. Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. Just you put him in anything, he'll make it work. I'm Paul sure. Rudd. He will make it work. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, forget Ant Man. I can Paul just see Rudd. Paul Rudd talking. King of, King of the again. Humans. <laughs> Pretty much. Captain America. I'm shaking your hand too long, aren't I? Paul Rudd. No one else can make that scene work. Captain America. Thanks for thinking, man. Steve, <laughs> Captain. Sorry, America. Roger. Uh, hey, that dude never <laughs> ages. Just so, 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 gives a rant on that. Yeah. Him and Pharrell are actually just vampires. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. And Godzuki. True. Okay, so that's the next. That that's the next. Movie. Who ages? Godzilla best. versus versus uh, Paul Rudd versus Pharrell. <laughs> Um, <laughs> three three ages yeah. wonders duking it out. <laughs> we'll go 